0: Alright, a month later, uh, almost Christmas, um, man, uh, it's weird for my family because, um, excited to have Christmas, um, first Christmas in Sweden for a long time, we get to see grandma, grandpa from this side, um, who are really excited, um, grandma and grandpa from Nairobi side, quite sad, um, and then, um, almost unbelievably, is uh, it kind of marks the end of my, my time in Sweden with my family. Um, it's, it, some things are bittersweet. This is not even bittersweet. This is just, this is just bitter. Um, I think I talked about it earlier in my last podcast. But yeah, we have no control of it. Um, the waiting list is currently nine months. Uh, we are six months in. So... Yeah, man, uh, I mean, one of my mottos in life is this is the life we chose, but I don't know if we chose this kind of stress, um, this cr- kind of uncertainty, uh, this kind of separation, um, unforced separation, but um, yeah, here we are, um, so yeah, Christmas is coming, New Year's is coming, um, trying to plan for all those things and the eventualities and the... Um, things that you speak about and things you don't speak about just because uh, some things you don't really want to happen but here they are um now what do i have to say uh to be honest um i really reflect on this podcast a lot because um it is pretty much the same age i mean it i started it right before my daughter was born i started it in sweden so um it is quite a journey of uh of my last uh, two and a half years um but the truth is uh i which i mentioned before is that podcasts are like speaking into the universe um for me on a personal level it's like a diary that i don't really even listen to my old podcast even though that I, I i could easily go back and update a lot of the messages and the things that i've spoken about before and sometimes i do but the truth is and uh the funny thing is is that what inspires me to keep this going even if it's uh much lesser frequency is that there's a lot of you who do listen who um one find value out of it and i don't know you listen and i don't know i, I might know you but i don't know you listen and more importantly is that every once in a while somebody's like yo cat man how's things uh how how is this going and um and did you find a fix for that or how's your family or how's did you solve this and did you solve that and uh, and then i realize um by somebody revealing that information that they listen to my podcast um which which i mean i don't know if it inspires me but at least it's it, it it lets me feel good that i can share my story and people can appreciate or people can be updated or uh, people can just know you know um maybe a little bit more about myself a little bit more about my family a little bit more about um somebody else's perspective on life um, yeah so uh, I, I I do this for the people that do listen um, to some all few five minutes so thank you for listening um, it's actually strange to be saying that I've done something or um, been a part of something for quite, quite a few years um, yeah so I'll keep it going um, I wish there was a way in doing this I have learned that, one, I do like to speak, um, one, I do like to share my opinion, I do like to share my views. I wish there was a way that I could do this on a larger scale, um, but yeah, that's just that's just one of those things that is kind of the things I I think about in life. Um, that's right next to owning a restaurant one day, um, I do think that I would like to speak on uh, a topic or public speaking or something of the sort. So yeah, that's just random. But um man, damn. Uh do I have any updates? Ugh, man, a lot of updates are really just kind of uh in halves. So um yeah man still very unsure where we're gonna be I'm going back to Kampala. Um COVID is kicking Nairobi's butt um flying into Nairobi probably not the smartest idea for me to even spend any time there because I'll definitely get it. Um, and I need to get it back to Kampala so I'm not stuck in Nairobi. I think, I think this time, no, this, oh, this time last year, I, I did get a false positive or, or I did get a positive in Nairobi. I don't know if it was false, I don't know if I was, um, asymptomatic, but yeah, I don't want to be stuck in my mother and father's house again for an extended period of time. Um, man, uh, I guess the only other two stories that I wanted to tell, um, are about um my first experiences in boarding school so i went to boarding school when i was what 11 years old um and i came from a background that is uh, i mean my parents are my mom is very religious my dad is catholic we were very chilled i went to a uh, religious school called consulata primary school i think it's catholic and so i was always raised around religion then I went to a boarding school that was extremely religious, extremely, 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 extremely religious. And part of the integration into a new place is that there's activities that kind of break the ice, break the ice in the sense that you know what? Let's make it comfortable. Let's get to learn someone's personality. Let's let's just have some fun. So example number one is I was in year six. I was the Kenyan, the new Kenyan kid. Uh, 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 let me preface this by saying, the school was a missionary school. I didn't even know what the hell a missionary was at this point. I just knew that there's some bunch of Americans, Koreans, people from all over the world who come here because their parents have come to teach Christ in Africa and we just happened to go to the same school as their kids because it was a good education and a safe place. So you throw in um, Kenyan kid from City Boy, eleven years old. I, I I mean I didn't I knew right from wrong, but anyways, let me tell the story. So the teacher says, "Guys, we're going to play a game. The game I think I don't know if it's called charades, but it's where you act out um, an ac- an action, and people are supposed to guess what you're doing." So for me, um, here I am, 11 years old, in a class of about 20, 11 year olds, and I start performing my action, and the action was of an extremely drunk person, so guys, I don't, this is my first memory, this is one of my first two memories of being in boarding school, so I, I, I'm in a classroom, and I'm Now behaving like I'm drunk. And I'm expecting everyone to very quickly guess that I'm drunk. And to jump up and say, you're drunk, you're drunk, you're drunk. And as I started to perform in this game, the teacher kind of like paused. And the classroom kind of paused. um, Somewhat in disbelief that i was doing this and nobody guessed it even though it was blatantly obvious and i think i kind of don't remember them i don't remember exactly what happened that led me to the understanding that um hello new kid uh non-missionary this is a missionary christ-led establishment and we don't portray Uh, drugs, alcohol, contraband and that is a big no-no so yeah yeah I mean I couldn't believe it Um, because there's a thousand and one things I could have done and the one thing that I chose was just so out of bounds and to this day I still think about how i was in this scenario and i could have done anything and i chose that now what was the lesson from that the lesson was from that was like it wasn't really read the room because i was too young to read the room right but like if i could have read the room if 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 the if if 35 year old Ken went back it's like man read the room understand where you are um do stuff that's like fits in with the space that you're in but i didn't know right so that was lesson number one like ken um understand your surroundings try to understand your surroundings it wasn't a big deal to be honest the teacher didn't make a big deal out of it it's kind of one of those learning lessons where was like yo um dude uh teacher was like okay fine um yeah we don't really do that here um let's move on second example so that was in class right now i had just moved into a dorm Right, and I hadn't lived in a dome before, and uh, uh, so in my dome was a ping pong table, ping pong table tennis, and um, man, this excited the hell out of me and all the new other kids, and we were so excited, and so we used to play ping pong all the damn time. I mean, uh, what do I mean by all the damn time till today? Uh, whenever I see a ping pong table, I'm like, man, I can kick anyone's butt. Um, just because we spent so many hours. You know, you know how to spin the ball, you know how to serve behind your back, you know how to spin this, you know how to hit this shot, you know how to hit that shot. Of course, that was now 20 something years ago. But um, it's one of those things. And then later in life, I did have domes with pool tables. So for me, as a uh, gambling man, sports person, uh, confident and can believe in my abilities. Whenever I see somebody playing ping pong, I'm like, man, I can beat them. Um, uh, to be honest, this is a very, 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 bad, very bad mentality because there's many people who've spent X amount, many more hours on ping pong tables and pool tables than I have, but I just believe I've spent a lot. So I have full confidence in myself. And then there's people who played a lot of these sports growing up and they wore my bum. Anyways. So, we're playing ping pong every day, every day, every day. Every day. Uh, it wasn't every day. Let's 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 call it week one. And so, in my dorm, there was a couple that was in charge of the dorm. And they were called the dorm parents. So, at one point, um, very early on, let's call it the first week. We're playing ping pong, me and my friend. And uh, the dorm parent comes in and says, uh, Okay, guys, um, it's time for uh, our, our weekly meeting. Uh, finish playing ping pong and let's go have our meeting and um you know i wasn't really rebellious i was just like a kid and so what i did was um he walked into the room looked at everyone said uh game's over let's go have our meeting time for our meeting and uh of course ken being ken i served the ball um he had the ping- pong table on the he had the ping pong ball bounce on the ping-pong table and he said, uh, and then once again I blacked out just because I didn't realize like how authority works. and he came back and he was like, I was very clear um, it's time for a meeting. you should not be playing ping pong anymore. I don't expect that order to be disobeyed. Um, I expect as the leader for you to obey what I have asked, it is considerate, it is aligned with what we're supposed to do. I don't expect you to break the rules of so-and-so of meeting time is meeting time. And, um, as, as that memory lives in my head, um, it was like one of those moments where I was like, yo, um, i'm not at home anymore like this is uh time to be time to be serious um be respectful understand my surroundings um and and just you know there's there's rules there's guidelines and uh, and it's not doing what you want and once again i wasn't a re- i'm not i wasn't a rebellious kid by nature by any means i was I'm um, just a normal kid and, and I decided to push my limit test test authority and I was very quickly put in my place and I stayed in my place and, and that's how I learned, that's how I kind of learned um, obedience, disobedience and so from those two kind of stories, um, I, I really, I really think about one, reading the room a lot in my life. Um I feel I feel it more so when I'm in Sweden because it's like you walk into the mall. It's me, my wife, my daughter. you know, here it's like, are you an immigrant? I'm not from here. Um am I, I mean, do they look at me like I'm a refugee? I'm not homeless. Um, yeah, I mean it's just it's just it's just a mess, man. It's just a mess. And so, as Ken, twenty twenty-one, I'm like, yo, everywhere I walk into, I'm like, okay, what does this person perceive of me, right? And, guys, I usually don't give a rat's bum but at this point in my ta- in my life where I'm so uncertain of like where will I be in a month what am I doing here Am I just here to see my family like a visitor for two, two for three months and I go back to Uganda and then I'm just there as a person just waiting for time and I'm just waiting for this paperwork to come through so you're like like it, it kind of goes back to my my last podcast you're, you're just like you you're you're just in no man's land so as i read the room everywhere i go because my confidence is so shaken i can't be like yo i'm in the mall this is my family we're here we're doing well we're gonna settle down we're gonna be here for a long time this is how it is held head head held high let's roll right forget about everybody else this is just us right so i don't know if that makes any sense however that is how I feel. And then, let's read the rule. So now, about following um, directions, authority. Um, so, I, I I now have a two-and-a-half-year-old. Her number one goal in life is to break the rules. So, you say, uh, let's go to bed. She says, I want to play. You say, let's go to bath time. She says, I want to eat dinner. You say, we brush our teeth. She says, okay, but I want to eat some food. And so to her, she's now starting to learn authority. And um, it's a beautiful thing because it's a beautiful thing because you see a lot a child's personality, because she's like, "I want to do this for these reasons." And you, and you want to burst out laughing because her reasons are valid, very valid, but she's just like, um, you, have, you want me to do X, but I don't want to do X." so i'm gonna do y and then you have to be like okay but you actually have to do x for these reasons so it's a lot of um teaching communications teaching discipline uh, one of the things that uh, i don't know where i learned it from i think it's just really something that my personality would would it would work with my personality and if my daughter takes on my personality then so far so good so this is what i do if i say uh camilla um It's time for bedtime. Let's, no, it's time to brush your teeth. And she's dilly-dallying, 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 playing with her toys, riding a scooter, whatever. I start counting to 10 because at 10, I will then come and pick her up and she will know it's daddy's rules, right? Um, So what ends up happening is that over the course of what, the last seven, eight months, she knows when I start counting, she has X amount of time to finish what she's doing. And then it's now my rules um so this manifests itself in many ways um for example we're getting ready for bed she has her diapers on she wants to run into the kitchen and i start counting from the bedroom like one two three and i can change the speed i can change the how fast i want to get to 10 but she knows like yo daddy's serious in 10 all my little excuses are out of the way out of the window and she now comprehends that it's not me fighting her it's just me telling her hey, you have a choice. Um, Take your time, process it. But no, at the end of this countdown, um, authority is going to do what authority does and it's going to get things to happen. Um, And you actually have time to process and get over the fact that you're not going to get your way. So you have 10 seconds or 20 seconds of a long 10 count to say, okay, okay. 10 seconds i need to be done playing with my toys and i have to get the grat gratification of playing with my toys and be happy and then move on to what papa wants me to do um and similarly i also find it very there's, there's another tactic i use which is um to actually ask her um what she wants so for example or or i don't tell her what to do i kind of we kind of agree together so um if she says i want to play i say it's bedtime let's go to the bedroom and she says okay papa but i want to play i say okay you want to play with a scooter she says yes i say you get to scoot two more times then she can negotiate if she wants she can say oh no let me do it three times let me do it four times but it's not me grabbing her and taking her to the bedroom forcefully and her screaming and shouting even though sometimes i do do that rarely but sometimes I do do that just when I'm like, you know, tired of dealing with uh, negotiating with a two and a half year old. So the negotiation tactic makes her feel like it's a joint decision, makes her feel like she has a say in the matter and makes her feel like, you know what, I can count to four. Then I can park my scooter and then we can go on to the next thing because she knows it's 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 bedtime and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, you know, those are just some ways that, you um, authority and reading the room have played a part in my life um yeah man we're in a gray area in terms of uh, ending the year uh i mean it's not gonna be a happy one by any means uh this time next week it's gonna be uh sad faces all over the njiha household however um i do hope you guys are having a lovely holiday um it's snowing here um yeah man it's very weird to just think to myself um, I need to pack all my sunny weather clothes that I'm going to use next from end of next week and here I am using all my winter clothes so yeah mm, thank you very much hope you're well and that is a very long brief random update from my side of town thank you for listening